The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Panel Discussion. You're on for a comic book and pop culture talk every single week right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me for today's episode, the one, the only, the Schmitty. Schmitty is here. Uh, I'm having a good time. Had a great week. I built a house, full-blown mansion out of Legos, and then these two sons of guns, these burglars, they call themselves the Wet Bandits, they came in, they tried to rob me blind. Good thing I had an ally in Kevin McAllister, and he set up some traps. And uh, old man Marley, he came in with a shovel, <laughs> smacked them right in their pusses, and down <laughs> they go. Uh, one of the burglars did lose his gold tooth. I was able to take that to a pawn shop and uh, purchase another mansion. That's good. So nice. that's good, good week. To hear, man. Good week. Uh, and, and we're also joined by he's back, Greg Knowlton. He's back. back. He uh, he unquit again. He's <laughs> back. He's better than ever. <laughs> I made plans to go watch an anime movie last week and didn't realize it was on a Tuesday. Oh, that what, what movie was it? My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. Oh, okay. And I watched it. In you see with body? Body I didn't was see there it with body. Huh? I didn't see it with body. He he went there and then came here and recorded after. I yeah. saw it in 4D. So every time they bled, I got wet. It was real weird. Oh, that's... It was real that's, weird. That's a thing? Where the heck do you go to see a movie in 4D? Gallery, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. It was it was weird. And then when they got punched, you got punched in the spine. And then they ran the whole chair shook. It was crazy. I didn't know that was a thing we had here in this yeah, city. Yeah, it was... I mean, I would do it again, but it has to be the right movie. It rained a lot, so I got wet a lot. I don't like that. Yeah. You could turn your water off, but I just refused. I thought the highest it went was Muppet Vision 3D. <laughs> I thought that's the high, the highest quality of film that we got. Nope. 4DX. 4DX. I've Shrek in 4D at Universal Studios. Oh, I didn't do that ride. That's a new ride? No, it's been around for like 15 years. <laughs> he he takes on the ghost of Lord Farquaad, but you can actually... I thought actually... that was just 3D. Is that no, 4D? I thought it was 4D. Because there's, the, there's a seat shake. The seat shake, they have all sorts of weird smells and stuff because it's Shrek and, and obviously he's a large fella and an ogre. Yeah, the last time I went there, I think we watched that in a room standing. Really? Oh, Pretty sure. I My seat moved with the donkey. We used Shrek was riding a donkey or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah. It's very likely for you to be riding on an ass, Matthew. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what? Mark, Hi, what's Baron. Up? What's Hello. Up? Hello. How's everybody doing today? Yes. I have mm-hmm. somebody coming in next week. Oh, you do, that's do going, you? That's going to take care is of you. Is that supposed to intimidate me, it sir? Should. Oh. Mm. It should. Well, color me intimidated. Well, you should be. Slightly. Only slightly. What color is intimidated? Blue. <laughs> now, I'm going to warn you guys. He doesn't like to ask Are you me. feeling blue, Gregory? Just a little. Yep. Then you're intimidated. <laughs> he doesn't like being asked questions. It used to be green, but then Kermit, he said it wasn't easy to be green. I'm I'm purposely cutting you off, Matthew. I could tell. Just to anger you. <laughs> I personally like Baron. Yes, thank you. You're not so uh, bad either, not Gregory. People, not a lot of people do. 
Mm, yeah, you have. Mm. You already read one. They are wrong. I am correct. Yes. Mm, what? Mm. And he made Greg quit for a week. That was not <laughs> so. We went to a movie. I was there. Were you? In the shadows. He was the one punching me during the was <laughs> I. I was under the seats tickling everybody's tootsies. I have a foot fetish. Oh, I tickled the tootsies. <laughs> one little piggy went to market. <laughs> the other little piggy went home. Ah, yes. <laughs> and one little piggy. You know what he did, Matthew? Do you know what he did? All the way, oh yes. I love the feet. You're a monster. Character development. Yes. Backstory, you see. I went to school with Tarantino. (laughs) Quentin, I'd call him. A Quentin, yes. We'd paint all the girls' tootsies in their dorm. Unbeknownst to them, we enjoyed it more than they did. Oh, ha, 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 ha. That's good. You're on a first-name basis. That's cool. Oh, yes. Hmm? Good. That's good, man. Have I stalled the conversation's thought process yet? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> but I'm, no. Baron, you ever meet Travolta? No. All right. What are your thoughts on Alec Baldwin? I like him. Oh. I like him. He, what's wrong? Did some, Baron, do you know him? Never met the man. Nope. Never met him. How about you, Matthew? Hmm? Starring, never, ne- never heard of him. Making some soup. Not going to touch that, are you? <laughs> hmm? Nope. I you... just want to know if you knew Alec Baldwin. All right. I loved him in Dr. Seuss. The, uh, the Cat in the Hat. He wasn't the cat in the hat. <laughs> never saw that picture. I read the book. Hmm. That cat was surly. Hmm. Cut those children into mischief. <laughs> All right, we got some news and stuff to talk about. Jesus, Jesus, criminy, Baron. Oh, hmm? what? What news do you have? There's a lot of news. We have Was there lot- news about a Baldwin man? Not this week. What about Billy? Is Billy good? Hmm. I believe he played uh, Bonnie Rubble in Viva Rock Vegas. That was him. I believe so. What's one of the Baldwins? Yes, maybe Stephen. Hmm. Yes. I don't care for Steven. Whatever one looks like he's eating the lemon all the time, so I think it's Billy. That's all of them. (laughs) (laughs) They're very strict on their all lemon diet. Yes, citruses. For scurvy. Those pirates, you can't trust them. Yeah, I I wouldn't want scurvy. No, that's not fun. No. I like my teeth. They are nice. You do have nice teeth. I I try. Go to the dentist. Uh, (laughs) I eat my citrus. When I'm away at sea. How often are you away at sea? Uh, not anymore. I get seasick. Oh. Baron, are you, go, you go away at sea? Mm. No. The pirates are everywhere. I do not do I do not go to the sea. You're not interested in Treasure Island at all? No, it's a falsity. Oh. The real treasure's in your heart, Greg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So news this week. We're going to cut you right off there, Baron. Oh, yes. I'm going to... Ah, meander through that mini fridge over there. Find what treasures I can find. That's not my heart, Gregory, but there's cheese doodles. Mmm, <laughs> that's a treasure. Okay. Enjoy the cheese doodles there, Baron. I will! <laughs> uh, we had a ton of news this week. Uh, a lot of uh, s- s- 
I wouldn't say spoilers, but oh, we, we had some pictures that came up today. Yes. Where did you find those from? Uh, I just saw them on comicbooknews.com. Uh, they came up. They were nice. They didn't spoil anything. They just had a link to click on it. Um, clicked on it, and that popped up, and that I was... I mean, we've, we've talked about for a while now that it's been speculated Charlie Cox was going to be re- reprising Matt Murdock from the but They came out Netflix. and said he wasn't. I mean, I understand why they said they, he wasn't. I, I, I get that, too. Um, and, it, like, the storyline makes sense with uh, Mysterio trying to frame Peter Parker, mm-hmm. everything with J. Jonah Jameson coming out. And I feel like after watching the Loki series, I feel like all bets are off. They can use these actors again and just say they're variants. Yeah, they could. Yeah, And they- I feel like he's not going to be playing the exact same Charlie Cox isn't going to be playing the exact same Matt Murdock Daredevil that we saw in the Netflix series, but I feel like he's going to be playing just a variant of that character. Which I'm cool with. I'm yeah, so am I. That. Yeah. I just yeah. thought he was... I thought he was just great at, like, playing Matt Murdock. Yes. Like, you know how some people are like, okay... Like Michael Keaton was a great Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't a great Batman. And I'm just I'm not agreeing with either one of those. I'm just saying that's an example. People said the same thing with like Val Kilmer and everybody else. Right. I just felt like he played a great Matt Murdock. Um I don't think we got a whole lot of time to see him as like Daredevil, like fleshed out Daredevil. Because no. they were still the building. Action yeah, they Daredevil. were yeah, they were still building, I felt. Um but I'm I'm game for it. I think that's awesome. Uh, I mean, uh, the the shot is just a table. In uh, Aunt May's kitchen, and you got Happy Hogan, you got Marissa Tomei uh, playing Aunt May, you got Peter Parker sitting there, and then you got Charlie Cox sitting there. Uh, It's clearly Matt Murdock. I mean, he's got the glasses on, he's got the walking stick, and it would make sense that he is maybe representing Peter, just kind of like the animated series that they did. So, right, John Favreau coming full circle with Daredevil. Yeah, like I, the, the, I was explaining it to someone, like, yeah, Foggy Nelson sitting there, and then I realized, wait a minute, no, that was that was was the Ben Affleck (laughs) that he played Foggy. (laughs) I got, I'm, I'm nervous because there was a, uh, there was a watermark Mm -hmm. on those pictures. So I am concerned a little bit about the fact that it could be photoshopped. They could whatever be, the for source sure. is. And they did come the the shot that you sent of the three Spider-Man together, it was like the same same link and that one like the lighting kind of looked off a little bit yeah. with the three of them standing there. So that one I was kind of like just too weird that the two things that people wanted confirmed are suddenly out there in the open. I mean are... And, and how would like, how would somebody have access to that unless they were on the on the set right now? I mean, yeah. there's leaks all the time with stuff. Right. I mean, and the movie's coming out what in next a, month, a couple month. weeks, December seventeenth, I think. Yeah, so you're looking at less than a month almost. Right. So, uh, I I don't know. It, the the one thing that made the uh, the the Toby the, the Spider Man one like seem interesting was that I think I said in the group chat I don't remember Toby McGuire's head. Hair like yeah. buzz that to yeah. that length through any of those movies. Nope. Yeah, but they could have grabbed him from one of his more recent right. films and put it on. It's there, very so. ma- it's very well done if it is Photoshop. But if it's I mean if it's legit if it's real, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it I mean I think cool. I think at this point like most fans are speculating that that's what we're getting. We we got a Green Goblin like yeah it's in the trailer it's in it's in the poster with the mask the with the mask yep. on yep full blown with There's the mask a, a yellow electric shock so that's yeah. pretty cool. Just, yeah, yeah, just pretty much officially confirming everything we already knew, but 
um, on that end. But yeah, the whole the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and uh, Charlie Cox appearances are still being uh, they haven't been confirmed yet. And I'm glad that they're waiting. I, I hope that they do, you know what I mean? it's going to mean more if they don't admit to it, and then, then we see it. Yeah, and then it'd be just like, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, you guys were right the whole time. I kind of if it's right, I hope it's not released in a trailer at all. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm in total agreement with that. They just leave it out. Don't show too much. Trailers are notorious for doing that nowadays. I don't think Marvel does though. Mar- I mean, Marvel goes almost out of their way to show you stuff They've that's done not a lot. Be in there. No, they they are great on that end. I have had discussions with people who complain. They complain that the end, the first Endgame teaser did not show enough, but they they also complain that the Infinity War trailer. Sh- Showed too much. Huh, it's like, what bunch do you of want? Complainers, huh? Which, what do you well, want? The first Infinity War trailer showed like a Hulk, lot of lies, and there was never the Hulk. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, no, that's okay. I I like it that way. Like, uh, I don't want to get off track, but like certain movies, like Ghostbusters, just showed the possibility of of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and I was like, I'd rather just go to the movie theater and that show and up, have that. Right. You don't have to sell me. On the Ghostbusters, I think franchise. they do. You think so? At I think point? they do. After that last one, that's yeah. fair. I think they do. That's a good point. Uh, and I mean, it's no secret. Like they, they've already released merchandise. Yeah. With the three remaining Ghostbusters in uniform as yeah. old men, so it's not like oh, they're just re-releasing these in hype for no. They're like clearly old men. Yeah. And it's like okay, they're definitely in it now. And even Bill Murray, like a couple months ago, said. That it was wonderful working on the set again, but he never thought he'd have to strap that 20 pounds on his back again, and it was yeah. physically daunting. So it was like, okay, he confirmed he's in the movie, and he confirmed that he's wearing he's a gonna, proton pack yeah, again. Yeah, he's going to bust something. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel I feel like the fact they're not showing it, like everybody, I feel, knew that they were going to be in it, but they're not, like, showing them full head-to-toe in the suits. Yeah. I think that's nice that they're not showing that yet. They may, they probably will after like a couple weeks when it's in theaters, but I I mean, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, But is it like Sony's kind of notorious for kind of giving away too much with their trailers? The Morbius trailer, I know you guys talked about, but like showing the murderer, like right away, they kind of showed that Sony's planning on crossing Morbius over with Spider-Man. We saw that. Yeah. That painting and, and venom and, and all the mention that of San you know San Francisco alluding to venom and the vulture clip there. which I don't think was nece- it wasn't necessary it was cool to see but again I think that's not yeah. the same vulture we got in Homecoming yeah. I think right. that's like again a variant of Adrian Toomes from just a yeah. different uh, I did see like a funny cartoon where it was just like J Jonah Jameson clip from Spider Man One in his office and it's like. Hey, uh, so how are we supposed to know what universe Morbius is in? And it was like, that's the, that's the hitch. You don't like. That's what I feel like. They're like trying to lure people, and it's like, is this the MCU? Is this the Venomverse? Like, what is this? Where is mm-hmm. this taking place? Just seems very confusing, and it may clear up after Spider Verse because that's coming out first. But yeah, or, sorry, like live action Spider Verse, but No Way Home. <laughs> you know what I meant, right? No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, we're chopping at the bit. Um, still waiting another trailer. Essentially, I don't right, think we're gonna one. get one. I think not at least one more. You I think? don't think so. They've only did one. So far, yeah, I right? think that's just gonna be the trailer they give. I you mean, that. again, I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. completely okay with it that way. But yeah, usually there's two. So, but hey, leave it that way. I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, Eternals came out this weekend. Yes, uh, I have not seen it. Greg has Greg's not, not seen, seen it. it. I know Baron. He's just 
in there with cheese. Uh, Matt, did you 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 saw it? I seen it. Yes, Uh, obviously I synced it. I'm obviously not going to spoil it. Uh, We usually have a one week, technically two weeks uh, spoiler period, and obviously I'm not going to talk about it right in front of Greg and and Will. The movie was average in my opinion. That's kind of what I was average to above average. There was a lot of, and we'll go into depth of this next week. Hopefully, if these guys have seen it, but um, just a lot of nonsense. I think kind of not nonsense, but a lot of setup, not a whole lot of action, Hmm. which was relatively disappointing. It's kind of what I was expecting with ten new characters plus the right. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. Dane Whitman, right? And I will say the post credit scenes made up for it. I I I can separate the two. I can separate the full movie product from the the mid and post credit scenes. Those mid and post credit scenes were really really cool. cool, and they. They set up some very, very big things for the MCU going forward. Uh, there's a cameo, uh, a vocal cameo in that one, in the in the uh, second post credit scene that uh, I can guarantee not a single one of you are guessing. I already know it, but... Really? Yeah, I do. I Why are you the way that you I are? I don't know who the voice is, but I know of the cameo. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Oh, I'll have to ask you after. So, you know, you heard the voice? You, you watched it, too? I didn't see it. I just heard it. I read about it. Uh, oh. So you didn't I read see- who the name was then? Nope. I don't believe you. I didn't. <laughs> they didn't say the name in the spoiler I read. All right. All right. So, yeah. So it came out. We'll give a little bit, uh, hopefully, a little bit more detailed review of it. Go check it out if you haven't seen it, though. It was nice. You know, I've been getting a little little bit more accustomed to going back to the movie theater since everything kind of went down, uh, since COVID, since everything started to open up. Luckily, also, the movie theater didn't burn down this time. Yeah, that's right. That went, so that's a plus. So, um, so yeah, I got that going for me. Nice. Uh, what else we got going on? Um, there was um, big uh, stuff with Black Panther 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's speculation and talks that they're introducing... Um, he did shut down his son, right? It shut down because uh, the actress who plays Shuri did get hurt filming a stunt. Yeah. Oh. Um, and there's talks that they're also planning on introducing uh, T'Challa's child, his offspring. Oh. Uh, now, in the comics, he has an offspring with Storm. Obviously, they're not going to do Storm because she's yet to be introduced. But um, they're saying that they're going to introduce the son of T'Challa Nakia, um, who was in the first movie. Which I'm fine with because they definitely played up their romantic like interest, but... We haven't seen her since Black Panther. Yeah. Like, she has not shown up since. Right. Like, in any way, she wasn't in any of the Infinity War movies. She was not in Endgame. Like, not even in the the end fight scene. No, yeah, like, nothing. Koye, but no. Yeah, like, nothing else. So, I mean, that could kind Raider of Raff feel a little pregnant. forced. Right. Raider Raff is pregnant? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that was five years with that blip thing. Mm, yeah. Hey man, they're different in Wakanda. They, I mean, they have five-year they the technology. So we'll see. Uh, that's all speculation. That's not definite, but um, that would kind of fit in with the whole lineage storyline. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a cool thing to do. Um, and then uh, there was a photo released of James Gunn. He's starting yeah uh, production on Guardians Volume Three. Uh, it had the whole cast, and then there was another member. In the photo, who uh, it's an actor I'm not familiar with, but he's in the Peacemaker series, and James Gunn was speaking highly of him. He said he's one of the best actors I've ever worked with. 
So he's coming over to Guardians Volume 3. They haven't identified what role he's playing, but uh, James Gunn said that it's a highly coveted character yeah. that he is going to be portraying. Uh, uh, I'll probably butcher his name, and I apologize, <laughs> but his name is uh, Chuck Weedy. Chuck Weedy. Uh, Iwuji. I'm sorry. Nailed it. Nailed it. Got it. Put that in the de- dictionary. I, I I nailed that pronunciation. He's in a bunch of stuff. I can't even i I can't think of something. He's been in something big recently, and that's totally escaping me. But he's a, yeah. He's a great actor. Good, good. I haven't. I'm not familiar with his work, um, but uh, I mean, he sounds like you know, just from the praise that James Gunn's giving him. Um, and I'm, I'll definitely be more familiar with him with the Peacemaker series because I do want to see that. Yeah. Um, but. The rumors are, you know, Silver Surfer, High Evolutionary, which I believe that's going to be the big bad of the yeah, yeah the the uh, movie. Uh, maybe Quasar would be another guess. Uh, so, yeah. We shall see. Yeah. You haven't seen all the flack that Chris Gunn has been, uh, or uh, Chris, Chris Pratt's Pratt. been getting? Uh, I, I try not to because it just seems like it's very negative and I don't want to yeah. feel sad. I agree. It's, so I just I, I've, I've been seeing nonsense. the headlines, but I haven't it's been clipping on clicking very, on anything. Very nonsensical. The last one I saw was like someone attacked his family verbally, and then he was like clapping back at him, and I'm just like, oh, this is getting too too depressing. Clapping so back. clapping back. Yeah, is that what the kids say? I think yeah, you it got is. It. Oh, I got it! I nailed it. <laughs> Thirty six, and I still got it. Hacha cha, hacha cha. No, for sure. So that's good. Yeah, Guardians underway, which is a good sign. I think we're all ready for a new Guardians movie. It's been, it's been a very troubling process. Six yeah. years. No, oh, no. Yeah. Well, what? Twenty seventeen was the last one. You know. I mean, we are going to get that holiday special before Volume oh, I Three. Forgot about that. So that's coming Does out that come ne- out this next year. Oh, it's next year. That's next year. Okay. So. But that'll be before we get Volume Three, and it's supposed to be a direct lead-in to Volume Three. So. And the game came out, and I guess that's doing super well, and like a lot of people really like it. The Guardians game. Oh, good. Yes, there's a lot of good things about it. Yep. So it's not like that Avengers game. No, that Everybody Avengers hated. game is getting terrible reviews. Because they went right, they had like microtransactions, and Square Square went the same way that EA does, and it's like you really thought you were going to get away with it, and yeah. people aren't putting up with that anymore. Yeah. Give us the full game. Don't do this pay to win, pay to play, and just give us a game. Yeah. And you know what? They deserve it. And I love Square as a company. They Final Fantasy is one of my favorite franchises. They that comes from Square, uh, but they royally screwed up this Avengers yeah. game. I they've actually they blame they it on came... Crystal Dynamics too. That's the thing. They said Crystal messed it up. How did they say why they believe it or no? No, they're just Square said that Crystal was the wrong developer to pick. Mm, damn, a lot of finger pointing. Yeah, yep. a lot of finger pointing. Well. Uh, let's see. What else do we have happened this past week? Uh, new Resident Evil trailer. Yeah, it was good. It was that was good. a lot better than I thought it was going to look. Yeah. It looks straight out of the game, which is a yeah. lot of what people wanted and felt like they didn't get with the last franchise. Um, so yeah, like straight up itchy, tasty. A zombie dog. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they have to go that route. Like the zombie genre is just done. Yeah. Like, they've just beat that horse to a pulp. Oh, they abused it. They abused it. And um, so, yeah, you got some liquor. Mm-hmm. I hope we get that spider thing. Remember the spider that would, like, shoot the zombie spiders at you out of its egg sac? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I hope we get that. There's, there's a lot. We've never used that. They're literally, we said this before, taking shot for shot. Yeah, like the, the, the when the, the zombie like turns around like right out of the video game. The semi truck flip is yep. right out of the video game. Like there's a bunch of shots. They they made sure to sell that heart, yeah. sell that aspect heart, and that's what we want. That's what the people want. Yeah, the people, the peoples. We want video game accurate stuff. Not Alice going to look for trouble all the time. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I hope she's in it. No. <laughs> oh gosh, no. No, Don't please. Like I'm Stupid done with alone. the Mila Jovovich stuff. I, I'm done. It died. It should have never went. Yeah. It should have never went to six movies. It was more than that, wasn't it? it was in seven? Was it? I think so. It was, it was, yeah, I think it was. Because then there was like the three D one. Oh yeah, it just kept going. And you know what, listeners? If you went and supported those movies just because it had the brand Resident Evil, this is all. It's all your fault. It's all your fault that that had to extend for as long as it did. If it was seven movies, shame on each and every one of you for supporting that crap. It's it's shit. It's shit quality. It's fucking shit. W. Excuse Anderson. my language. I hate him. He made the greatest video game movie of all time, though. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. So give him some cred. I'll give him some. He just got confused when it came to zombies. Maybe he was real scared it's, of zombies. It was once his wife was around, he didn't know what to do anymore. Well, he, he had to keep her employed. Yeah. Like, how are you going to take... She would have been Sub-Zero, Sonya Blade, <laughs> Goro. How are you going to put that giant, like, hammer-wielding is... thing from Resident Evil 5 and mix it up with zombies from the original trilogy? Like, they're just complete, two completely different universes and be like, wow, this is a good idea. Let's just throw everything. What's that? Chris Redfield? Let's just throw him in and make him a nothing character. Yo, they did that with a lot of people. Did, wasn't there one movie where it ended where, like... It was her and a bunch of the OG like video game characters, and then the next movie started, they just killed them all. <laughs> yeah, Claire was like killed off in one of them. I watched Carlos die. He was like the best, one of the best characters. Um, they let Mike Epps die. Like, come on. <sighs> yeah. Terrible. Oh my god. She was the only. I need another tea biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> He's already been crying. You need some crumpets with those tea biscuits. Six biscuits per serve. That is respectable. <laughs> you don't get that often. These taste good too. But yeah, that looks good. Is that that's only theaters? Right? I don't even know what studio is producing Resident Evil. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't is it know. Screen Gems. They did the last ones, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, I I would think they still have the rights. Just keep churning that crap out. I don't know. When I see a movie like that, I guess like Screen Gems or Lionsgate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's unfortunate, but that's that's where the I vibe think. I got from that trailer. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so uh, that's I, I don't really think there's anything else coming out. It's kind of slow. Uh, we got obviously Ghostbusters coming out. There was that new trailer. You alluded to it earlier. Uh, new the special effects are great. Yeah, the ghosts are awesome. Yeah, like. Uh, the only thing I'm afraid of is it does kind of feel like it's just treading over the first one again. Yeah. Like, I would like to, obviously, like the second one, you got Vigo, the Carpathian. But, so he, or he, Dan Aykroyd at one point said, I remember listening to an interview with him where he said if he made another Ghostbusters, he wanted to specifically be hell on earth, like hell coming to earth. And he then, wanted to do that for a while. And that totally yeah. feels like what this that one is, yep, is yep. going for, so... 
It is. It does kind of go back to Vigo, though. The terror dogs. Or not Vigo. Um, Gozer. Gozer. Yeah. The, the terror dogs. And there's that shot where it looks like uh, portals open and like an arm comes up, and it kind of. I got Gozer vibes from yeah. like her coming out of the portal again. Um, I guess Gozer's not a her. I guess Gozer's just a entity. Yeah. Because Gozer was also the state puff. Yeah. <laughs> it can take any form it wants. So, um, yeah. Uh, and there's the little state puffs and everything. Yeah. But I yeah. think I think it'll be in a good way. I think I hope so. Like I I think it's uh the the best review I've heard of it or like uh someone like campaigning for how great this is going to be is that uh the director went with his father who directed the first two movies Ivan Reitman. I I'm sorry, I don't remember his son's name, but who's directing this Ghostbusters film? And they went and they saw it and uh he was saying it was so great to see the the smile on his father, Ivan Reitman's face after watching the film. Yeah. And he was like broken down in tears and he loved it. So Hopefully. I'm excited for it. Um I just wish it came out like a week ago. Yeah, it, it would have been yeah. nice if it came out closer to Halloween, but I, I I'm a big advocate for just get it right. Yeah. Right. Just get it right and release it when it's done. Yep, I agree don't don't rush it for a deadline date. So, um, I I think it's still going to do really well. Um, what do you you think we're going to get a ghost, Harold Ramis? I hope not. I think we will. I kind of like. I, I hope. I think we're going to get a ghost, Harold Ramis. If we do, I hope it's like a trip, like a positive trip. I think it's going to be like. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say if they've opened up the portal to hell. Yeah. That he's down there and he like reaches up and grabs Gozer down. So you're like, oh wow, he went to hell, huh? All right, he must have done some Sadie shit that we didn't see. Yeah, I think it'll if he's in there, it'll be like a like, like a, he's got. I think he's gonna be the one who voice. saves the day. Oh, see, I think it'll be like his voice. I could okay, okay, or like a like a you know like the Force Ghost likeness just standing in the background at some point. Yeah, giving the thumbs I mean, up. I, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like you're you're doing a franchise called Ghostbusters where you have ghosts. Yeah, I so just, you got to do it tastefully. Yes, agreed. Um, and it's a movie he always wanted to make, so I'm sure they've talked to his family if there is any any kind of like the Carrie Fisher thing. Yeah, like their family was all for it, and it was done tastefully. So. Yeah. Her daughter was in them all. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm excited yeah. for that. It comes out what November nineteenth. Yeah. 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 I think that's right. Eighteenth or nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So Matthew, you got anything else? I'm looking, and I'm not. You don't know how to read. See- <laughs> Those are words. They form sentences that. that, which then form paragraphs. That's why we read comic books. We don't read words. I I honestly we read exclamations. <laughs> I don't see a whole lot, like nothing. No, it's not a crazy we, week. I feel like I feel like we're forgetting something. I feel like we're get, forgetting something. Uh, but maybe we'd jump over to toy news. Let's jump over to toy news. Something that we seen today. Well, we talked about it yesterday because I had leaked stuff about it last week or last week. I mean, um, the ultimate, the USC ATAT. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Yes, that's right. That so they right. um, did a cool video package of it. Yeah. Uh, as a like, a, oh, Judy Bagwell died at seventy eight. She was a great tag team champion. She was. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> 
So as as an avid Lego collector, um, it's very interesting that this is a set that they've wanted to make for a long time, but they literally did not have the technical capability of making it. So it wasn't uh, stable enough to make. Uh, and it's it comes with a screwdriver. It comes with a screwdriver to support it. Yeah, comes with a screwdriver to support it. What do you think about that, Matt? I put a hole. How about you, Greg? You think that's pretty neat? That's great. Ow. Comes with a screwdriver. You could support and and adjust the legs' um, mobility. Wow, what was the hook on mouth? Exactly. <laughs> what a time to be alive. The sucker's eight hundred bucks though. Eight hundred dollars. Is that it? Eight hundred dollars. That's chump change for six thousand seven hundred and eighty-five pieces. And it's going to go up for sale on November 26th. Is that Does that day have any significance? I think so. I think it's Black Friday. Yeah, I think Black Friday. Um, so <laughs> they are Is also, it going to be on sale for... Are they going to give a sale? No. Well, that, what well look at guys. The new AT-AT on sale for $800. $800. So they haven't, they haven't exuded that price point yet. Uh, there's been the Ultimate Collector Series, Star Destroyer, and Millennium Falcon that have gone $800. But I want three of them. Of the AT-ATs? Yeah. Where the hell are you going to put them? I don't know. I just want to make Hoth. They're huge. <laughs> I'll make Hoth in my bedroom. <laughs> just put, like, cotton, wool cotton <laughs> yeah. all over the floor. And break one of them, their legs. It'll be great. So the uh, the only thing you're probably going to get if you get it on Black Friday is they're offering a uh, gift with purchase, which Lego often does, and it is Lego's or Luke's lightsaber hilt in Lego form. That's sweet. So that's that really that's cool. actually a pretty good bargain. Uh, last year, I did get the Cantina set the day it came out, for, and that was like three hundred and fifty dollars, and it came with Yoda's lightsaber hilt, uh-huh. which I had no interest in. Like no, keeping cool, and like collecting, sure. and I was able to sell it for a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. So that was a nice little return. Which Luke hilt is it? Is it the? It's the the Empire. The Empire. Empire. Oh, yeah, it's the the the. I wouldn't even say it's Luke's. It's it's, it's more Ray's. Like when I see it, I go, "That's the Ray's Vader. lightsaber." Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, if you, if your mouth. Was uh wasn't full of triscuits and biscuits. They're tea biscuits, you <laughs> piece tea of shit. Biscuits. You know what though? Like for real, it's Ray's lightsaber. Shut dude. up, Luke's <laughs> saber. Shut the fuck up. Luke's saber to me is the candlestick. <laughs> yes, the Obi Wan. Yeah, the Obi Wan one, like the green candlestick. That's okay. Luke's saber to me. That's my favorite. That's what I think of when I think see of when I think like it's it's definitely like the the blue Anakin Luke Ray okay. saber. I I just view Shut that as the Skywalker saber. Shut up. I mean she's clearly the bloodline. Ray Shut Ray Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> What's her last name? What's your name? Ray Star Wars. That would have been great. I would have respected that more if she told that little old lady her name so was much. Ray Star Wars. What's your name Ray I can't Star take credit Wars? For that joke, That's pretty good. I, I do enjoy that a lot. <laughs> it's just the Skywalker what? saber. I mean when I see that I go Ray and then I think Luke, and then finally I think of that that Pudge Anakin. <laughs> I just kid. No, it's definitely Anakin's no, saber. No, you don't. 
You know how I feel about Anakin. I'm I'm happy Hayden Christensen's coming back. I don't believe you. I am happy. Oh, it's, it's a tea biscuit here. <laughs> you know, this tea biscuit I found on the couch there? cushions. I didn't even know I was being assaulted with tea biscuits. That's rage eating. <laughs> Fucking right. You like loved her when that those movies first came out. The first movie she's good in. She's yeah. very likable in she's Force Awakens. She's an attractive Awakens. young lady. Even her character in Force Awakens is very engaging. I, like, I love number seven. I yeah, do. Seven is good. I'm actually watching them all through right now just because it's around the holidays. Why? Why? But those have nothing to do with Christmas. Star Wars makes me think of Christmas. I don't those know. Those did come out around Christmas time. Always as a kid. And they ruined every Christmas I had. Star Wars just, just makes the sequels me think of... came out at Christmas. All the other ones came out in May. S- Star Wars makes me think of Christmas. Good. Yeah, Harry Potter's a good Christmas time yeah. movie. Uh, any of the big ones, like Lord of the Rings, I'll watch around Christmas. Harry Potter, I'll watch around Christmas. I don't know okay. why. I just. I, something about maybe it's because I always got toys from those things around Christmas. Yeah, that's that fair. makes sense. But for whatever reason, like those big franchises, I think Christmas. I always like to watch Kevin McAllister getting lost in New York. That is a good one. Goes to Duncan's toy chest. You know what he gets there? He gets two turtle doves. Two of them. Two oh, does he? Turtle doves. Uh oh. Baron's back. No, he's still. You still got. You got a cheese. <laughs> Mouth is very full of cheese, boy. That's gonna be messy. He's not gonna poop right for a while. It's too much, too much dairy. Yeah, that's not good. No, you gotta clean that up though. Well, that's is he nothing place? to clean up. He comes and goes. I don't know where he lives. Just kind of. Hmm. I think he just he lives at some theater with a bunch of people just like him. <laughs> the so when did I was just looking through Hasbro because I do randomly. When didn't they did they just release the the Ghostbusters Spangler Proton Blaster. That, yeah, just the blaster, and the Proton Pack is like a HasLab. Yeah, the blaster is like one twenty four. Like it's one hundred twenty five dollars. The pack is like four hundred dollars, and then an extra. And if you order it early, you get extra goo parts. Extra goo parts. Yeah. You need to add some goo to it. Yeah, I I don't know. Like Hasbro's weird. Like they did their Star Wars reveals. And then, like, they barely released anything that day. And then they just kept, like, releasing more stuff yeah. after the fact. Like, they just uh, showed images of the Ahsoka Black Series figure from Mando. Oh, cool. So it looks neat, but it's like, why didn't you just release that, like, image with everything else? When you just did Hasbro. Yeah, like, it was very strange. Hmm. Um, they did uh, just release today images of a Walmart two-pack. So you don't have to get mad at the Target employees this time. It'll be the Walmart employees. Oh. And it's a two-pack of uh, Casey Jones and April O'Neil from when they're on the farm. Oh. And uh, it's just repurposed molds, but they look really cool. Uh, Casey Jones does come with the masked head and the maskless head. Ooh. So that's kind of a nice little feature. Uh, most people were able f- to find a link about like two months ago and try to pre-order it. And it'll be interesting to see if those pre-orders are honored. Because I could see Walmart just, like, canceling them and then... Yeah. Being Walmart. Yeah, being Walmart. Customer service is the name of the game at Walmart. It is. Yes. Not at Target. Both. Both places. No, not at Target. Yes. No. Being facetious. No. Customer service. See, the thing that uh, about customer service is they take the service away from the customer. That's how it's customer service. <laughs> Jeez. That's how they do it. I used that joke earlier with my wife about healthcare. So, see, you're looking at healthcare the wrong way. You just got to take the care right out of there. You know, you could just probably get the health out of there too. I work for a healthcare insurance company. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's monitoring people's ailments for monetary gain. 
That's the healthcare system. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Is yes. there any more toys? Or are we... Uh, that's pretty much all I've exhausted on the toy front. I don't have any news. I didn't come prepared this week. That's quite all right. Preparation is... Uh, preparation H. I have no joke. I just remembered uh, awesome gold members. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. That's all I had. All right. I guess uh, we're going to read comic some comic song? books now. Who wants yeah. to go first? I'll start us off. Okay. You know, since I've read my book the longest. It seems that way. I did. Why is it covered in tea biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually about tea. He's just going to read us the wrapper. <laughs> that was a very good. I don't know who left those here, but bless their soul. Um, so I actually went through like three books queen. that I was going to read today, um, and then I literally just read this one ten minutes ago. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. I wore, I read a God of War book. Oh, God of War number one from 2018. It's got a really cool cover for it. Um, I'm not the biggest God of War game fan, but I think from a media standpoint, he, he could be a good movie. Um, the games are fun. I you know they are a ton of fun, but this is based on the newer generation of stuff. Um, so the book, uh, the cover is is Kratos getting attacked by the giant bear with uh, huge claws and spikes coming out of it. All right, and it opens up, and uh, and and boy, and boy is that there he's playing with some rocks or something, and Kratos goes, "Where's your mother?" And uh, she's like, "I just out hunting. She left while you were still asleep." Told me she'd be back by nightfall. And uh, Chris is like, and she told you nothing else? He just looks very angry. Um, well, I guess she did say that I could chop wood, some wood for the fire. And he goes, I thought as much. Well, time to pull your weight. Well, past time for it. He has him start chopping wood. Uh, he's going out into the woods to prove himself. Um, he likes to fight things on a daily basis, apparently. And uh, he's about to capture some deer. Uh, but they get spooked. They get spooked, and they run off because they're getting attacked, attacked by this giant bear thing. And it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy fight. Um, the bears, they actually show that this bear is actually killing somebody in the process while going to attack Kratos, and they get into a big-time fight. And uh, Kratos actually jumps on the back of this giant bear thing's head and rips its lower jaw out. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. Rips its lower jaw, throws it off to the side, and uh, it it actually turns into a human. <gasps> oh, interesting. All right, so Kratos heads back to his uh, his little hut thing, and uh, he's talking to the boy. He hasn't chopped enough wood yet, uh, but all of a sudden they hear they see some people. They're coming to attack. They're very angry. And they're muttering. They're muttering some gibberish. It's the best Kratos way to do like, gibberish is your, mutter it. Your words mean nothing to me, fool. And uh, and the boy goes, he says, you killed their brother today, and they've come for revenge. And all of a sudden, they turn to the giant bear creatures and attack, and uh, that's where the book leaves off. No. So, very action-heavy, very gory. I really like the, I, I don't hate the art style for this. Don't hate the art style for this at all. Um, what publisher was it? I want to say IDW. Yeah, they usually have pretty good artwork. Let me see. Dark Horse. Excuse me, Dark Horse. Chris Robertson, Tony Parker, and EM just. Nice. So that's who did it. There's my book. 
I am going to go with uh, Batman 89. Now, uh, previously I read the first issue. This is a six-issue arc. Um, and I misspoke because I thought it was originally like a sequel to the original Batman with Tim Burton. But this apparently is like a sequel to not only Batman, but Batman Returns as well. Because in the second issue, we are reintroduced to Catwoman. Uh, if you remember, she like there's that famous last shot that was like apparently super expensive at the end of Batman Returns, where like the execs were like, "We don't want Catwoman to die because we want this character to keep going forward." So they reshot like a scene with Catwoman's silhouette in the moonlight, and it wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer; it was an extra and a double, but it was a very expensive shot to do. Um, and in the second issue, Catwoman is presented in this comic. Um, it flushes out in the second issue, Robin, and a little bit more with Harvey Dent, and him kind of winning over the lower class individuals outside of Gotham, uh, in a section of town called like Burnside. Um, and it ends with the garage that um, in the first issue Harvey Dent goes to, um, and we get the backstory that he grew up as a young man with the mechanic there who owned the shop. It explodes. Um, and there was a boy, a young boy inside and it ended with Harvey Dent running off to this building. So we kind of understand where this is probably going, but it opens with, uh, the burning building, uh, in the garage and, uh, the townspeople that are watching it, they're all in fear. Uh, you know, they're like, oh my God, what's going on? The woman was like, is that unbelievable? It is it's a miracle. And we see Harvey Dent walking out of the building with a young lad strapped to his back who went into to rescue. And we see everybody's in adulation. They're all so happy. Barbara Gordon's there, who she's uh, dating Harvey Dent in this iteration. Uh, and she's so happy to see him. She embraces him. The young boy that he saved, uh, he, he says, you know, I had figured you all wrong. Thanks for saving my life. Um, and uh, Harvey assures him that you know that I have your back. And then it shows, you know, Bruce Wayne uh, telling Harvey Dent, great job. I can't believe you did that. That's heroic. We see the newspaper tabloids, you know, Dent's Inferno. He's a hero. We see the newscasters saying on how great of a hero he is, how the the electoral mayor has pulled out. Harvey Dent's the front runner to take over the mayor of Gotham. Uh, and then we see a shot of him in his office. And they're saying, you know, it's pretty much a guarantee. The election is just... For formalities, you're going to win the election by a landslide. Um, and he's telling them, you know, uh, I just want you gentlemen to know that if I win this election, I owe you exactly nothing. I'm not here to do business. I'm here to do what's right. And then it shows a clip one year later. Uh, it shows uh, Harvey sitting in his office as the governor. And uh, they say, the commissioner Gordon's here to see you. And uh, he buzzes co the commissioner in, but it's not Jim Gordon. It's Barbara Gordon. She comes in, embraces him. They're still in a relationship. She's the, the commissioner of the police force. He's the mayor. Uh, everything seems to be going exactly his way. And then as he looks over, um, it's not Barbara Gordon anymore. It's the mechanic uh, that we see in the first issue who gives him his coin. He's like, what are you doing here? Uh, Jerome, where'd you, where'd you come from? And he goes, it's Mr. Otis to you, young man. And don't you forget it. If you want respect, you got to show respect. And Harvey Dent's like, well, where's Barbara? And it cuts to almost like a um, Wonderful Life-esque thing where we see kind of like a hazy backdrop. 
and we see Harvey Dent in the forefront. What the, how, he's, how do we get here? And he's on the city streets. He's like, and uh, Otis goes, I'm going to flip this coin. Call it. Call it. And Harvey goes, heads, big man. Tails? What, what, what is this? What, some kind of joke? That's, that's not my coin. And then we see just a black screen and we hear, cover your face. Cover your face. Don't breathe. That's sulfuric acid. And then we see Harvey and he's like covering his face. Uh, and he says, that's not my, I, I can't breathe my face. It feels like burning. And then they grab his ankles, drag him, drag him. But we, we got about five seconds before the building explodes. And you see Bruce Wayne and the young boy that Harvey Dent went in to go save, dragging him from the fire and you just see like a blood trail coming from the one side of his face. Um, so it's kind of like shows a little character depth. Uh, obviously, the building explodes after that. Um, the townspeople are concerned about Harvey. Uh, the boy that he wanted to save was the boy that helped rescue him from the building with Bruce Wayne. The fire police, the, the fire chief is trying to get him to come up slowly. He, he stands up and he says, Barbara, Barbara, I, I have to make a speech. And everybody's looking at him, and we haven't seen Harvey Dent yet. And, oh, damn. And the one guy's like, oh, that poor child. Yeah. And the one guy starts reciting, you know, as I walk through the valley of the shadow. And this little girl looks, and her mother closes her eyes. She's, don't look at him. Don't look at him. And then we see Barbara Gordon, and she goes, she's just, Harvey, no, no. And then we see his face, and he is, in fact, Two-Face, as you would expect to see. Wow. Um, I was really hoping that when he became Two Face, that he was instantly like uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. <laughs> I think I think I've talked about this, and forgive me if I, I have, like or have. but if I haven't. But uh, Batman Forever was the highest paycheck that Billy D. Williams ever got. No, because, yes, because it was in his clause that whoever they, if they did replace him as someone else to play Two-Face, that he would get the same amount of money they got. They had to, like, buy him out. Really? Yeah, so he got Tommy Lee Jones money to not be in their movie. That's pretty awesome. So he's like, it's awesome, That's but it's like... negotiation. kind of It's kind of sad that the biggest payday I got was to not act. Yeah. Just to stay home. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th- th- right here we see him, and he's like, there's something wrong with my face. I can't feel my face. So they get him on a stretcher. They take him to the ambul. Uh, they take him in the ambulance to the hospital. Barbara goes with him, uh, and she's saying to the EMT, "You know, just level with me. Is he going to make it?" And they said, "You know, he inhaled uh, the sulfuric acid. If he makes it four hours, then we're in the clear. But if he doesn't, it, it doesn't look good." So um, then we see that uh, Bruce Wayne is getting uh, interrogated by Detective Bullock. He wants to ask him questions about where he was during that night. The young boy that uh, it's his name's Drake, um, but it's heavily implied he's going to be Robin. Um, we haven't seen Robin unmasked yet, but they've kind of alluded to that this is the Robin character that we were introduced to earlier. Uh, he knows that he was on he was on the the roof of the building, and that's why he didn't get engulfed in the flames. He was able to escape. Obviously, that was a red flag for Bruce Wayne, um, and then. He says that he had a great view of everything, so he knows that in uh, issue two, he observed Bruce Wayne fraternizing with Catwoman to take down these Batman-esque vigilantes. Um, so they're kind of like they know each other's secret without saying anything. Uh, and then from there, 
everyone is hailing Bruce Wayne as a hero because he saved Harvey Dent, but nobody takes any uh, attention to Drake. Um, and just kind of some, some character building, you know, the, there's a nice little moment where Bruce Wayne wakes up and he's got Selena Kyle's old cat and he's having like a, a nice dream about being with Selena. But when he wakes up, he's being licked by the cat and Alfred says he didn't want to wake him because he seemed like he was having an enjoyable dream. <laughs> and then when Bruce Wayne wakes up, he sees that the front page of the Gotham Globe says Bruce Wayne superhero exclamation point. And it's like him trying to, to shy away the photographers. Uh, there's news people all around Wayne Manor. Um, and then when we cut over to Drake, um, they're they're asking why he's not getting any credit, why he isn't revered as a hero. He should be revered as much as as Bruce Wayne, and he says he doesn't want to be revered as a hero. He just wants to do what's right. Uh, then we see Bruce Wayne at the hospital talking to a plastic surgeon for Harvey to um, fix his face because he. It's kind of alluded to a lot that Bruce Wayne feels like he doesn't need to be Batman if Harvey Dent becomes mayor because he trusts in Harvey. Uh, so kind of redoing that storyline that we've seen in, in film before. Um, so Bruce wants to pay for Harvey's surgery. Um, and then Barbara is going to go in to visit Harvey. And we see Harvey Dent. Uh, it says, Harvey, wake up. Wake up, you lazy bastard. Whoa. And he kind of sees a vision of himself normal. And it says, I'm you, Harvey. But not in this world, the other world, the one where you got a peek at last night where he was the mayor and he was married and everything was great. And he goes, uh, we heard that lecture once. Do you remember on quantum mechanics? Every time an event has two possible outcomes, the universe splits. Both things happen in separate branches of reality. Then we see Harvey in his bed. And he's like, yeah, something about a cat in a box or some load of crap like that. And then we see. Harvey Dent with the figment of Harvey Dent. And he goes, well, here's the wild part. It's all true. Let me take you on a little tour. And then we see uh, Harvey Dent as a baby with his mother. And he goes, this is the world where the drunk driver ran the red light and he killed you instead of your mom. And your mom, she drank herself to death at 26. And then he goes, and this, this is the night that instead of staying home and studying, you went out drinking with Curtis and the boys. Do you remember that night? Well, this is the night they robbed the liquor store, and you were there. So you got caught, and you served time as an adult. No college, no law school, and it was your first of many trips to jail. And then he goes, and this world is where you did save Drake from that burning building. Look, you're the mayor. You're married to a beautiful woman. This is where all your dreams come true. Uh, he goes, it took a million tiny accidents to put it in there. But it was a million tiny accidents that put you down there as well. And they show the hospital bed and he's like pushing uh, Harvey Dent back to his hospital bed. And you see him in his bed and you see over him the uh, image of Harvey Dent as he once was. He goes, think of the power of the choices you make. And he's holding the coin. You can literally split the universe in two with something as simple as a toss of a coin. And he's now we see reality and he's actually talking to Barbara. And uh, she's like, hi, darling, I'm back. And he goes, Barbara. And she goes, uh, you almost uh, you got over 200 cards and letters. You have all this stuff. And and he, he's asking for his lucky coin back. And it's established earlier on. It's got two heads. Uh and she goes, oh, yeah, I have my lucky coin. This is the whole reason we're engaged. And he goes, well, can I have the coin in a nail file? And he starts scratching up the one side of the coin. And he goes, uh, 
This coin has no power and I'm fixing it. You need two possible outcomes. Yes, no, good, bad, black, white. She loves me. She loves me not. And she goes, Harvey, you know I love you. It doesn't matter what you look like. And he goes, oh, she loves me. That turned out nicely. This universe works for me. And then uh, it ends with Batman meeting up with Catwoman uh, for the uh, next episode It's or next issue. It shows that they're romantically linked. Uh, they kind of have a couple callbacks from Batman Returns. And then uh, previously it's announced that like they're mad that Bruce Wayne's getting all this attention, that Harvey suffered all this pain. So the people, the city people, are they want to burn Gotham down to... Uh, for Harvey Dent, um, and then it shows Harvey sitting in his hospital bed holding the coin, and he says, uh, because that man was fighting for us, he was the soul of Gotham, the soul of Gotham, soul of Gotham, and he flips the coin, and it lands on the bad side, and he goes, ah, to hell with it. And it says, next chapter, heads or tails. That's cool. So it's really cool to see, like, the reason for the Two-Face psyche and why he does what he does. Yeah. I like, like I really like that. The whole quantum and, uh, the, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. It was really good. That's really cool. I just watched The Long Halloween. They put it on HBO Max. Yeah. Animated. And so I I really like that because it's kind of fresh in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, cool. Yeah. So – it's cool to see how, like, some of the stuff that maybe they would have done in a Batman 3 if Burton was there is, like, stuff that they've done in Dark Knight, mm-hmm. stuff they've done in Long Halloweens. Like, stuff, it's it's been done, so it kind of seems, like, repetitive, but it's nice to see it in, like, the Burton universe. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I like so. that a lot. Me. It is you. What you got? You're the main event. Dark Knights of Steel. I'm a big fan of this. This was a, t- a fun book. This is the first issue of 12. Uh, just started and so it starts with we see krypton and we see krypton starting to explode and jor-el and lara um are together and they get in their ship and they crash down on earth and the whole time there's a, a prophecy beginning it says they come from the stars and we see um jor-el and lara actually land on earth safely together and she begins giving birth to who we can assume is kal-el um and it says they'll look just like us, the prophecy. It says they'll sound like us, but they're not like us. They're demons. And these people, um, a bunch of knights on horseback ride up, and they open fire on uh, Jorel and Lara. And he actually, Jorel kills them all with his heat rate, his heat vision. He puts his hands up to protect his family, and his heat vision blasts, and they kill everyone. And his wife doesn't see it, uh, and Kal-El is born says everything's going to be right the demons they are demons and the demons will come and then it cuts over to we see kingdom of storms and jefferson the king black lightning is standing over the boy that's giving the prophecy constantine and it's it says they'll have stepped in the world from theirs a green man waits fire and blood gods are born and gods are killed castles crumble and it goes on to say say more of the prophecy, and we see Black Lightning's eyes flare and says, let the boy keep coming. And he says, what, Constantine? What do you see? And Constantine says, our bleeping end. Cuts 19 years later, the castle of El. We see Cal- a young Kal-El um, flying. He's got more of a shoulder cape with the Superman symbol, a sword with the symbol on it. 
He's flying up to Bruce, um, who is, of course, Bruce Wayne, and uh, who's got more of a knight version of the Batman suit. Nice. Uh, and he's actually with Alfred, who also is suited up. He's got um, a set is of armor squire? and a sword. I hope, I hope Alfred's a squire. Alfred's like his... <laughs> it's, he's really cool. He's more of like the old the old grizzled fighter. Okay. He's got like the nicer clothes, but like he's got a I guess Robin, if there was a Robin, that would be his squire. Yeah. So maybe in a future issue. Um, it's, this is, it gets there. I'll get to it too. Oh. Um, is actually, is begging Batman to come with him. He wants to come and he says, no, uh, you know, you're, I have to confront the magic. I'm not going to lead you into danger. Like you're not immune to magic. It's your one threat. And there's this banshee we need to find. And he goes, are you um, immune to magic? And Batman just gives him a look. And Alfred says, the silent guy gave you, that's the look he resorts to when he loses an argument. And it cuts to Batman um, meeting outside of the village. And there his Robins are already ahead scouting. And it's um, Stephanie Brown. Tim Drake, I believe, uh, Dick Grayson, and Duke, who, who's the signal later, and they're all his squires. They're all in like ver- uh, like medieval versions of the Robin costumes. And Batman's coming in with he has a giant ha- hand and a half sword. Uh, Alfred is also drawing his sword. Oh, it's Jason Todd. I apologize, it's not Tim Drake. Um, and Jason was questioning the bartender and knocked him out. And he says, from now on, Stephanie's going to do the questioning. Uh, and they come in, and there's a a blonde woman um, laying in the bed, and Batman puts the sword to her throat, um, saying, do you know I am? And she says, yes, you're the bastard Bat Prince. He goes, then you know not to attempt to flee. Are you an assassin sent by the King Jefferson? And she, uh, he continues to call her Banshee, says, my name is Dinah, a.k.a. Black Canary. And as for quietly, and she blasts him with... Um, with her scream and destroys half the building, sends the Robins flying, but Batman's still standing in front of her. And all of a sudden, as she screams again, Kal-El flies in and covers her mouth and just knocks her out cold. Um, Batman stands there bleeding from his ears and his nose and asks why she came, uh, why Kal-El came. He said, I knew I'd have to, ha- fi- um, I knew you needed help and I wanted to come. Um, Ooh! So it shows them. She's <laughs> weird. Uh, so they they leave, um, and Batman's wondering why he's not injured more. Uh, and when they show back up at Castle L, they're greeted by the the court jester, aka Harley Quinn. Nice. Um, and it's Harley in the classic like court jester outfit, which nice. is pretty. Cool. I love that art style. Um. And she's picking on Batman a little bit, and Kal-El tells her to leave him alone. Um, and they come across to the Castle of El, where Kal-El's parents sit on the throne. Uh, and they're, they're talking to them, and they talk to Bruce about the last time the parents were... The parents were the... Uh, Bruce's parents were king before Jor-El and, and Lara, and they took over after his parents died. Okay. Um and they go off to continue talking, and, and Batman's kind of talking about how he doesn't know how he keeps surviving this stuff. Um, and he he was sworn to protect from magic, um, but the Green Man, when he attacked, he you know, and you can kind of assume that he killed his parents. Um, 
and he says he believes he's cursed. There's no way that I keep surviving. And Jor-El actually goes to talk to um, Bruce and alludes that Jor-El is actually Bruce, this Bruce's father. That he um, hmm. he's the bastard son of Jor-El and Martha, um, Martha Wayne. He had sex with a woman who had the same name as his mother? Yeah, weird. Right? Oh, that's strange. His mother complex, right? Martha. <laughs> um, and as you all think you said it the on, same way? <laughs> as all this is going on, we see um, Oliver, a green arrow, and we just see him pulling his bow back, saying, is this going to make it? I'm. Um, my aim isn't the concern, it's the distance. And as this happens, we see a green, like an old school green lantern ring nice. coming to the... And actually, um, like, imbue magic onto the arrow. And as uh, Bruce is talking to Jarrell, he says, You're my son, Bruce. Uh, it's why I so strongly believe you should sit on the throne. Two kings have loved you. And as this happens, all of a sudden, the green arrow sinks into Jarrell's eye. His crown falls off and he falls backwards. Bruce's eyes go red. And it says, To be continued. Nice. This is a cool book. That seems neat. And I, I like I said this last time I was on, I love the multiverse books. I love the books yeah. that are kind of out of continuity and can do their own thing. This is really cool. And the fact that like Bruce is part Kryptonian is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole other layer to his character. And I'm, I'm really excited for that. I, I love medieval fantasy. I love Dungeons and Dragons and all that stuff. So this is right up my alley. So I, I, it's really cool seeing those characters in like the different outfits and yeah. kind of melding into that fantasy world. But didn't Marvel do that like ten years ago? They like had 1602, 1602, or 1602. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they, they didn't quite. I feel they. It was a lot more dialogue. Okay. And they didn't yeah. quite take like this approach. This approach is is really fresh. I really really like this. Nice. And I'll probably be reading all twelve issues of it. Nice. Yeah, so that was my book. Mrs. Emanuel, <laughs> just as you were dining on those tea biscuits, sans tea, I was I indulged in all your cheeses. Your Fromunda cheese, your Gouda, your Swiss cheese, your sharp cheddar. It's all gone in my belly, but down my gullet, it was delicious. Now that I have done that, I shall read you my story. Cool. Yes. Read it. Mm. Mm, yes, yes, you see. It's one panel. That's all it takes for great storytelling, you see. Just as you said, uh, perhaps other members were coming. This gentleman, he's a duck, unlike Howard. He's a duck, and he's coming in the front door. It's not well lit. But you see, right up the hallway sits a man and his wife. Sitting there, the man reads the paper. The wife reads a book. And she looks at him. His name is Earl. Perhaps the Duke of Earl. And she says, here he comes, Earl. Remember to be gentle, but firm. We are absolutely, positively not driving himself for the winter. You see, he's a duck. <laughs> he's a lazy duck. Chooses not to fly south for winter. So... Earl and I shall call her Edith refuse to drive him this winter, so he shall have to find another way. You know, I have a friend that's going to be contributing here on the show, like starting next week. And uh, my oh my, 
I can't wait for him to give you. Give con- me what? What for? Con- hmm? Concrete shoes, buddy. Concrete shoes. Oh. You're going to be sleeping with the fishes. I enjoy swimming. But I do not have feet. So <laughs> concrete shoes will have no effect on me, good sir. Yes. Hmm. I will see. Now, perhaps concrete gloves. That'd be a different story. Well, thanks for letting me know. No. <laughs> no. You quiet your lip. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Say, oh, Baron, your reign of terror over the show has ended. Perhaps I'll ask him a question or two. Don't you dare. He's not very fond of questions, sir. Mm, questioning shall commence. Oh, I... Next week, yes. Mm. Well, let's get sloppy. Mm. I ask you, yes. Mm, interesting, yes. Yes, we shall see. All right, everybody, that is a wrap on this week's episode. Lots to look forward to a new cast member debuting next oh. week on the panel discussion. We are going to be a fearsome fivesome. That's a big number. That's a lot. That's a lot of. That's more that's than a lot four. Of, that's a lot of summons. Um, so yeah, so we're going to wrap it up. Uh, hopefully, some more movie news to talk about. We're going to go yeah dive deep into the Eternals next week, and of course, bring some more comic books and news for you. So, thank you so much. And on behalf of Greg Smitty, Baron, yes. and myself, now this is podcasting. Yes, it is.